0: To be, oh yeah, this is uh, this I don't know. That was probably the weirdest start we've had yet.
1: I know. I was like, oh man, this Timpani, I'm feeling it. Yeah, it was, it was deep. It was, <laughs> it was a little something it's deep. When
0: I go to like, oh, <laughs> that's anyways, <laughs> it's right in there. That's a low note. Um, <laughs> hello everybody. We're kicking this thing off here. um We just want to say thank you for the continued support and listening and joining of this podcast. Um, if this is, happens to be your first time listening to this podcast, please make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, you can also follow us on Google Play. You can follow us at our website, um, which is timeandstuffpodcast.com, and really any other podcast outlet out there we are floating around in as well. So, <clears throat> But we really made sure to have the basics covered. Sorry, I had a little weird thing in my throat. Yeah. wouldn't call it a frog because I haven't seen any frogs in Portland yet. You but haven't? No, not, not, not around here. Oh, man. It, but it was something. It was in my throat. Okay. Um, I've, been, I've seen some. Other than that, you guys are kicking ass. You guys are listening out there. We are over 750 downloads. We're, we're almost at 1,000. Holy smokes. And it's not because of what we're doing. <laughs> we're not listening.
1: Right. You guys are out there. You you're, guys are the You're best. out there clicking the buttons. Yes, you are. And we're here like, hey, thanks, out there. Button and clickers. And stuff. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm not going to tell you it's going to be easy. No, life's going to get you down. It's going to beat you, and it's going to bruise you. Life's going to grab you by the schnozberries. The adventure's far from over but right now, we're on
2: a journey through time and stuff.
0: Oh a yeah, journey through time and stuff will be back after these messages. Do you feel like you're lacking inspiration in your life? Do you just wanna score more touchdowns?
1: I just wanna underwater basket weave one more time.
0: I used to drive a 3 nights straight, no problem.
1: You need... Kablarg!
0: i have been three days in the desert without water. Start to hallucinate at that point. It'd been a
2: deal gone wrong in Juarez, down that Camino Rocoso. I couldn't have made it without Kablarg.
3: Do you ever not know what to say?
1: Do your hands just get clammy thinking about it? Every time I think about what I should say, I just come to a conclusion that I'm not going to actually say what I should have said in the first place.
3: Do you have to poo?
2: Sometimes
0: I'm in in front of a big crowd or maybe even in the crowd looking at the guy in front of the big crowd. And I just get so worried about talking.
1: And then I can't get it up.
2: Um. Yeah. Was the best. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a journey through time and stuff. Time and stuff, yeah. You've never been on a journey like this before. Time and stuff,
4: time.
1: Time for the stuff to happen.
0: Hello, everybody. Hey. (laughs) I hope you guys were laughing as hard as we were right there. (laughs) (laughs) That was the funniest thing we've ever recorded. Uh, I don't think my face (sighs) has ever peed this early so the literal the best line in that that the hooked everybody the (laughs) you have to poo was brought to you all by the one and only the wonderful my sister our friend annie kempa joining us in the studio hello
4: hi hi
0: (laughs) welcome welcome was that like literally the most fun you ever had recording things You know, it just slid right out. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <That's awesome. laughs> yeah.
1: Brilliant! Oh. Yes, that's awesome. Best f- we, first words well, spoken. We, We're always, ma- I think, the last couple episodes we made pretty blatant poop jokes of sorts. We have, we, have <laughs> you know, poop's been quite the hot topic lately <laughs> <laughs> on the on the show.
0: <sighs> poop, yes, poop is always funny. Poop I mean, is always is. funny. Welcome it to is. the show, Annie. Thank you, sister. Yeah,
1: thank you for being here.
3: Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys.
0: Um I can't. So you I just want to get right into it cuz this band is amazing. Um I want you to kind of yeah, give it, tell us what you brought for us to listen to today.
3: So, I brought Quiet Riot Metal Health. Yes. Um and the reason being there was a couple albums that I was uh, tossing around for consideration, but it really it had to come down to Quiet Riot. Quiet Riot was really my first intro into metal. Awesome. Um, I would check out the Quiet Riot cassette from my library when I was like 10, 11 years old. Wow. Go to the library. The, they had they had
0: Quiet Riot at your library.
3: Yeah, I- that was like the only good cassette. Like that that was yeah. the only one uh-huh. that I wanted to check out. Like the, all <laughs> the rest of them were, you know, like Jim Croce, which is mm. fine, or like, mm. you know, Mozart, which is fine too. And yeah. I, I I was a ballerina back then. I got enough classical
1: right. You heard doing
3: that. ballet all week long, mm. so I would check out Quiet Riot, Metal Health like over and over and over again that was my intro
0: awesome that's awesome cool. well we're gonna come in we're gonna play the first song right off side one this is what it'd be like if you were putting it on violin yourself and the very first song you hear that's what we're gonna hear
1: aaron approaches the record player the navel's lifted and he's so fast at this now that i don't even have a good time narrating I have a good time listening to the song i'm sorry Oh man,
3: I'm worried that I brought a defective album. Oh
1: no, you're fine. <laughs> no, <Nope, laughs> nope, it's an aux chord thing. That my fault. Sometimes we make literal hiccups, but Aaron did he? Man, he was there. I had oh. now we're fine. My bad. Nice
4: drop. <laughs> yes,
1: thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. <laughs>
2: it's okay. <laughs>
0: goosebumps already
3: right like everyone listening probably has their eyes closed and they're <laughs> drumming <laughs> they better be
0: uh, oh Rudy Sarzo on bass he's one of my favorite bass players
2: That, right?
3: oh. Yeah. I mean, you gotta get this in, right?
4: Oh
1: yeah. lean <laughs> down the air guitar.
0: how crazy goes such a ripper of a song the everything about that is me the vocals the guitar God, they're every, so raw
1: the vocals are mm-hmm. yeah like,
3: i think it's really I, underrated i think people kind of forget about it they do you know mm. i think this album was a huge album mm. yeah yeah in, I wanna in the it trajectory like a, a of metal you know and but, i don't think it quite gets the recognition it, it definitely it deserves doesn't. anymore
0: Came out in came out in eighty three,
3: was that when it came out? That sounds about right.
0: Something like that. Came out in eighty three. Man, that's wild. So you were like eight, nine years old, something in that range when this came out, huh?
3: Yeah. And I and I heard it, um I had my older cousin Brad. Yes. Who is five years older than me? we'd see each other like summertime at the grandparents and he would listen to quiet riot when I was, when, when that album first came out. Yeah. I wasn't really into it then, but then a few years later, of course I see quiet riot on the shelf at the library. And I'm like, that's the only thing here I want to listen to.
0: That's so funny talking about. I, I remember when I was young, I mean, Second, third grade, you could rent tapes at Mm -hmm. our library Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in my elementary school, too. That's wild. I hadn't even thought about that until you mentioned that. That's wild. Mm -hmm. Huh.
3: I checked it out like 11 times in a row. Like, I just kept checking it out over and over and over and over That's so awesome.
0: That's so awesome. Yeah. (laughs) We used to be able to rent movies and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. at the library.
4: Wow. Yeah.
0: Man, no. Quiet Riot's awesome. I remember... Uh, I don't know, I was probably 11 or 12, um, and it was, no, maybe I was 11, I don't know, I remember going, we, me and Rusty took a trip from Alaska down to visit you and Guthrie, mm-hmm. and it was the summer where we went out and we stayed with Joe and Jack for a while and did boat racing, but we all went to the boat oh, races, yeah. and I don't know, I In mean- Yes. In Terrace, and I don't know. Indiana. I mean, I was like 10 Rusty He was like eight, something like that. Mm-hmm. But it was there. It was that trip where I was exposed to like the Beastie Boys and Quiet Riot and <laughs> like-
3: On we, the car ride over.
0: Radio. Mm-hmm. It was on, like you guys actually had real rock radio stations.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know, in Seattle.
0: So, no, that was cool. It was that age right about then for me as well, which is funny to think about.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like- mm-hmm. and stuff is time and stuff journey through time and stuff thank you for listening to journey through time and stuff
0: well thank you guys for being here with us we uh that came in at a weird time we know that we had some unexpected technical difficulties but we are back and everything is good and we're rolling with the show um annie thank you like we said for being here with us um let me, I read this cool thing today, and I wanted to share this with you guys. Um, have you ever heard of the, Um. oh man, the name is escaping me at the moment. I can't believe this. The Westinghouse time capsules. Have you ever heard of this thing?
3: I don't These. think
0: so. So the Westinghouse time capsules were two time capsules that America made in the early 1900s and they made and I guess deposited the first time capsule in like 1939 during the first world fair. And so during the world fair in Mm -hmm. 1939, they made this time capsule and it had like 75 different types of like metals and fabrics and things that we had popular culture and some some sound recordings and all these types of things and we they yeah. put it in this big time capsule and they buried that one and then in 1965 during the second world fair they buried a second time capsule like 10 yards north of 10 feet north or whatever of the first one during the second one for and the the point of these time capsules was to be opened five thousand years after they were buried. Oh my goodness! Whoa. So, so the first That's one, and time. and the one I really paid attention to and did some research on was the first one, and it was it was buried in nineteen thirty nine, and the the open date is sixty nine thirty nine. Like, just thinking of that date is kind wow. of re- yeah. sixty nine thirty nine. Wow.
1: That's high hopes.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> right? <Like> that's, <laughs>
1: that's a lot of time and a lot of human well, development. That's some
3: hubris right there. Oh,
0: man. It absolutely is. So uh, in in like hearing about this and never hearing about it before, um, but I've heard the name Westinghouse. And so it was Westinghouse Electric and Manufacturing Company. And they yeah. built generators and small appliances and things like
1: that. They're through, still building light bulbs today. Yeah exactly yeah they saw light fixtures so they were the company
0: tasked with building this time capsule and the most remarkable thing about all of it was that they got like popular people and intellectual minds to contribute things to it in the time and albert einstein wrote a like a thing for it i guess you would say he wrote a an excerpt for the Mm -hmm. time capsules, and it was actually printed on the... abstract, probably. Yeah, Yeah. and etched in the outside of the time capsules. And this is amazing. I read it, and I've read it like six times, seven times probably to myself. It's it's pretty short, um, but I wanted to read it because he wrote this in 1938 when they were making the time capsule to be buried in 1939, and how it really compares to today. So check this out. This is Albert Einstein. Our time is rich with inventive minds, the inventions of which could facilitate our lives considerably. We are crossing the seas by power and utilize power also in, in order to relieve humanity from all tiring, muscular work. We have learned to fly and we are able to send messages and news without any difficulty over the entire world through electric waves. However, however, the production and distribution of commodities is entirely unorganized so that everybody must live in fear of being eliminated from the economic cycle in this way suffering for the want of everything furthermore people living in different countries kill each other at irregular time intervals so that this for any reason or so that also for this reason anyone who thinks about the future must live in fear of terror this is due to the fact that the intelligence and character of the masses are incomparably lower than the intelligence and character of the few who produce something valuable for the community I trust, or for, for the community. I trust that posterity will read these statements with a feeling of proud and justified superiority.
3: <laughs> I think that the first like three or four sentences said it all.
0: Yeah yeah I'll actually read them one more time because it is actually quite amazing when i when I read it and heard it, and just kind of tried to our time is rich with rich in inventive minds, the inventions of which could facilitate our lives considerably. We are crossing the seas by power and utilize power also in order to relieve humanity from all tiring muscular work.
3: Mm-hmm. There you have it. It sounds
0: like it's And he wrote that in 1939. Though. The first little
1: bit, it's super inspiring. And then it goes in. But that's very, so on. that,
0: that what, what, what really blew me away is, like, he wrote that in 1939. It resonates so well with today.
2: Right.
0: And that is etched into a time capsule we buried to be redug in 5,000 years from now. hmm so these people of whatever intelligence, of whatever sophistication and evolution from where they are now technologically assuming that,
3: assuming that they're still on earth
0: or yeah, or alive at all, yeah. Like, no, right. Right. That but for that to be what's died buried out or moved on. For mm-hmm. that to be what's buried is what I found almost contriving, like right. I don't know. I don't know, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, so hopefully you know five thousand years of life. Wow, maybe
1: no, I had not like actually heard of the Westing uh, Westinghouse.
3: Well, Westinghouse—that's crazy. uh, I think they're like a pretty huge conglomerate type company. They've got Westinghouse has ties with lots of different. They must, yeah. I mean, the name is super
0: familiar. I just didn't, I didn't. They do do like
3: the like publishers clearinghouse type stuff. Oh, is that
0: all Westinghouse too? uh,
3: Something like that. I'm not sure exactly. Very very
0: crazy yeah it's it's weird how like I don't know where where nothing nothing really changes, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and we can look back through all kinds of periods of time and and the the, the everything real...
3: that happens today we can say, well, this was like mm-hmm. what happened then
0: it it is the struggle it's the same struggle with new
1: input data mm-hmm. and how we always seem to like just fail or always could have done it way better if we would have learned from the history that was always right there like staring us in the face
3: right but i think when uh, when like quote unquote history is happening in the in the present tense it doesn't there's always a reason to say why it was different from the last time
0: true true he, and definitely. it's not until history then
3: looks back again and says well how come they didn't learn that lesson that
0: well, what 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 yeah. fallacy is that? I I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but it's kind of like the the good old days thing. Like right. Well, back in the good old days, it was this right. way, and remember how Hind-
3: hindsight uh, something. Yeah,
0: I don't know. It it seems to be the pattern, and but it always seems to be the same struggles that we're having the the fight against too. And I don't know. I would and I and I like where I would almost say that until recent times, it seems like. There are some new there are like <sighs> the people still believe the earth's flat?
1: There are in, in increasing, oh, numbers, well, right. So, so increasing at, like, numbers. Right. So so you look at like increasing numbers.
3: Right. So so you look at like the core of what that is, right? So there's this whole like it's not just fake news. Like fake news is the colloquialism that we use for yes. it right now. Yeah. But but it started before fake news was ever a term. And it was it was rejecting facts and valuing opinions over facts well well Mm. this is what i believe and i'm saying i believe it so you can't argue with what i believe right right Right. but then i'm going to take that and convince all these other people of the same ridiculous beliefs quote-unquote beliefs right Mm. so you take like the like the flat earth thing right yeah that sure. seems to be on the fringes of like finding pseudoscience or these crazy like info wars type websites that yeah. cater to whichever conspiracy theory <laughs> yeah. the conspiracy du jour you know yeah of course but that has the reason that that's happening i think is because it's an offshoot of the like more core political stuff that's happening people are People are reading Breitbart as though it's an actual journalism site. People are reading InfoWars as though it's an actual journalism site. There are similar sites on on the left that are very... Oh, absolutely. Like, you know, Occupy Democrats, I think, is...
0: Super left.
3: Super left. But they always cite what they're doing. So, like, if you find an Occupy Democrats article... You can go in there and find the links that sources what they're saying. Yeah. Now they're saying it in a super opinionated biased way that like yeah. I never share anything that's from Occupy Democrats because I just no. don't think that they're. Well, I don't <laughs> I don't. They're pers- not they're not a valid site to source. they're not they're
0: not at all. They're I, super biased. I, I don't see much of a difference between the far left and the far right in any way. But, anyway.
3: but what they do do is. Yeah. Cite their sources, True. so you can you can pull from one of those kinds of articles and 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 get the actual sources, the good the good stuff. But
0: but you have to be fastidious to do that. And the right, thing you have is, to
3: understand how to do that. You have to you have to know how to do how that. How
0: many people even. Even if you, even if they're just barely leaning left or barely leaning right, who maybe read both wise, they might skim through Infowars and Occupy Democrats in the same day right. and look at both. And if they don't check sources for either of them,
3: they think that both are true. Yes, right. It, so yeah, I mean, I think it's there's been this like degradation of critical thinking in the last several mm-hmm. years, and it's, I mean, understandable why. Like we're just fed so much information all the time yes well and it's, then and then we have facebook and or twitter or instagram or whomever that is using an algorithm to show you what you want to see exactly like it's you have wheel. to go out of your way to see dissenting voices
0: since 2015 or in the year 2015 2016 because we're just now getting the data mm-hmm. input from everything that we've done humans Produced in one year, a zeptobyte of data on the internet. I don't and even know
3: how much that is. A Zeptobyte? Like I've heard that is that is, tr- that is a is trillion, that is a
0: trillion. That is a trillion billion gigabytes of
3: data. Yeah, that's like a number in that-
0: one year. Humans produce that. So guess so. There are five billion. There are five billion people on the internet now on the planet. 5 billion people. Yeah. And, and they're expecting human and they're just pushing it all out there and it's all on social media and everything's coming at you from every way. And they, they expect humans to have like, we have not evolved as a creature fast enough. We're, we we should still only be dealing with 150 people societies. as in in the way that the Um, connectivity i
3: I understand what you're saying but but at the same time that's not entirely true because people are getting smarter faster wait people are getting like the number of super high iqs has been raising exponentially yeah. yeah while at the same time it's been stagnating like Anything below that has been stagnating. But there's still yeah.
0: Dunbar's number, which is now hmm. about which is now accommodating all because they say every decade the mean IQ of all society goes about three points every decade, mm-hmm. and they've been tracking this kind of stuff. Now, Dunbar's number moderately represented is about 250 people. That's it. Per person that you mm. could know and actually catalog as something significant in your mind. That's all one person can handle to yeah. actually know something about. Right. 250 people. <sighs> We're being subjected possibly to five billion at any time. Right. I, I don't think that's healthy. I I, I re- and as much as I have a phone and I'm on it and I'm scrolling Facebook and looking for Twitter and doing all these other things that one would do on their social media ness, you know, oh, yeah. it's I, get I that. find it more st- starking. I don't know.
1: I it's, it's getting... something like from halfway across the world you would have never have seen. It's yeah. like. It's also like, yeah, well, that, think, it could be truly that that, tragic or it could be like inspirational. And it's like, but just the fact that you see it could like completely change your outlook of how you're thinking about right then and there. And yeah. it could be like something well, that's completely skewed.
0: And 20 years ago, there was kind no, of weird. possibility of even seeing that 20 years ago.
3: Right. Mm.
0: Right. I, you know, so does, is it better? I don't know.
3: No, I mean, I think it leads to apathy.
0: Not empathy.
3: Yeah. I mean, of mean, because when you so human brains are wired to disregard stimuli that doesn't actually have anything to do with their own survival. True. Yes. So the more we see about the suffering of a particular group of people or a particular part of the world that doesn't actually have anything to do with our own survival that that we can't intellectually or emotionally connect qualify. to exactly to qualify yes. or to to connect to our own experience and our own survival mm yeah i we, we we have to our brains are conditioned to and have been built to disregard that stimuli
0: it's it's becoming that way, and so you find actual threats like well, now I, I,
3: mean, I mean I would argue that it that it was that way and it's becoming different now, yeah because we are exposed to i think that it's going to start to change i think that that
0: do you think we just do? You, do you think it's actually our brains are changing the, the way they recognize them, or just changing the category of what is a threat now? Like, does does it just get narrower and narrower of what is a threat and what's
3: not? And our maybe- I don't think it's coming. I don't think it's as much about what is a threat as that it is about like this is stimuli that I don't want to disregard. Like I'm okay. now becoming okay. conditioned to understanding and seeing other people suffering and how that might tangentially relate to me. But when you start to see that and realize that you can have empathy for someone that's not yourself and that doesn't have an actual like threat to your own safety, it's conditioning to be apathetic in some ways because we see it all the time, but at the same time, I think that the long-term part is that maybe it's conditioning us to care about things that don't threaten us specifically.
1: Yeah. And I don't
0: know.
3: I guess there. I could see both. At least I hope. I don't right, know. Right,
0: right. So with, with that, I guess I could see a positive to it in which maybe we um, we, with the the less of a problem you know maybe becoming more accustomed to all the dangers less of worrying about these things as tangential threats
3: or realizing how they indirectly affect us
0: true it gives us a possibility to um i don't know think of new not new things but maybe new new modes of um, society, new mm-hmm. modes of of, a, of acquiring well-being mm-hmm. because of the cognizance of others
1: that may, you know, so I, that's kind that of... That would be nice, wouldn't it? If that's the way it was is actually like the Facebook society was actually like, I don't know, because like I have all, so if
3: All the people that liked are your, your post, well, of all the people that liked your post saying like, mm. I'm having a hard time right now. And all those people that liked it, if they actually in real life mm-hmm.
1: like came and followed your back.
3: up on that "quote unquote" like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. right? No, it's it's kind of weird. Well, sorry, I'm No, of course. What you were no, no, it was fine. Like it, you completely like uh, yeah, you hit the hammer on the door no well it's
0: that. it's you know it's funny because like we that's jason exactly doesn't it. spend a lot on on facebook
1: no he, i like like a little bit of things in here and there but i've found that it's just like i don't know a lot of times it's negative and feeding into like negativity or like you almost get like more pats on the back for calling something out like that's what right. happens really look on facebook yeah. check yeah. it out Half the posts are like, "Oh crap! I went to Burger King and like they fucked up on my order." Oh, hashtag shitty when, service. When that, and then everyone in the world's like, "Oh yeah, I've been there too," yeah. and and it's like, "Oh yeah, okay." That exact, you show them Burger King or whatever. But, but it could be anything. That but ex-
0: well, but that the thing is, I I see those posts all the time, and man, not to like steal your, out. not to steal what, you, but like that same person could, uh, while saying. Burger King fucked up on my order. These people, like, do they don't even deserve this job. They could have also said, I'm happy for being able to afford food. Be able food. to go to
3: fucking Burger King. Like, be yeah. grateful that you have I, that to complain about. I have
0: a fast food restaurant to I can walk to or take public transportation
3: or to. Or have money to buy from.
1: Yeah. It's just crazy to me. Like, that's the most important thing that they were doing no, right I, now. Exactly. Is like, oh, man, I'm going to put Burger King on blast. Like, really? <laughs> on oh, my man, phone. They're doing okay. Like... But I, I have to say... People like, make mistakes.
3: <laughs> going back to like Jason not being on Facebook, not being very active on Facebook, I get so excited slash flattered when you like something that I've posted because Jason's never on Facebook. And yeah, I go through much. my like phases where I'm on more than I probably should be right. and then I'm not on at all for a really long time. Like, yeah. It just kind of cycles. Yeah, I see it. But... Anytime I get a little notification that Jason likes something, I was like, oh, yeah, right. because I know that Jason doesn't do Facebook. So well, you're
1: on point though. A lot of times, like you talk and you are on like the St. John's pages too, which I like. Uh,
4: yeah, I'm I love that too.
3: I do find that that's where I yeah, see that interaction.
1: I don't know. So I think there's the there's community a community is important for me about like, social media. I like, like that because I like to be able to read like things in the neighborhood that are going on. Wouldn't but, we
0: just if it, it like this community wouldn't you just go door to door thirty years ago, or like right and I, and mm. I actually
3: think that there's a lot of that that does happen in this in, in this John's. community, yeah St, St. John's
0: it. is amazing, yeah, in just yeah. like like where we happen to live in like the pe- I, i'm starting we're starting to recognize people now, yeah, and like I'm seeing familiar faces, and then I'll go into like buy a business or someone will come to my store and like, oh, okay, that'll make like you know right, right, it's really cool, man. This this little niche of a yeah place I've we never
3: have. I've never lived in a community like I've lived in in neighborhoods before you know that yeah. were like very specific neighborhoods but they never had the sense of community like this the only time I've ever experienced this sort of like visceral heartfelt pride in their tiny little zip code uh, the nine seven two zero three yeah
0: yep. yep. nine seven two zero three
3: you know. It, it's like brooklyn style mm. right you know like i've spent yeah. time on the east coast not a ton but enough that that's that's where you feel that is like the very specific neighborhoods in brooklyn very specific neighborhoods <coughs> in new york city yeah. st john's is a lot like tacoma but like <laughs> on a micro level very which true. is which is why i fell in love with it yeah you know well and it's um, different
0: than the rest of portland at all. oh my god
3: it's completely it's so and not only is it different but you know it has this history of being sort of like the bastard of portland
0: it yeah. is that that's kind of why i love it because i've always felt like that it's like yeah it is it was like the, yeah it was like the place
3: well yeah because people describe portland as like the quadrant right northwest mm-hmm. southwest northeast southeast like mm-hmm. Portland's this quadrant, but then there's this little like like thumb. offshoot. Yeah, exactly, like a thumb. But the, but there's North Portland. It's not a quadrant. Yeah. It's actually like there's five. Everyone, there's five yeah. Everyone
1: that t- comes over, they're just like, oh my gosh like we had to make it all the way out there. They make it sound like they had to like this big make trek. a little oh, pack. I, yeah. And, and
3: and 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 to be fair, like the journey out here if you're uh, not used to it, like yeah. come on, we're used oh, to it. Yeah. So we ignore yeah, true, the like true. industrial aspect of it. True. But when you first saw it, what did you think?
0: I remember okay, so like that brings up an interesting point. The first time I ever saw it, like literally the uh-huh. I it's still we flew in.
3: Yep. October 1st, 2013.
0: October 1st, 2013. We flew in. Me and Beth and my dad and our two dogs landed in PDX at 530 in the morning and unloaded everything. And then we hopped. The pallets. We had to go get the pallets. Yep. yep. We we hopped in and we we had our dogs in kennels in the back of a taxi and all of our suitcases. And me and Beth and my dad said, we got to go to, oh, this, this street on I don't know. We I mean, we had no idea. So um, <laughs> hop in the van and they're just taking, and he drove us. And I remember my first time riding along Columbia and just seeing, I mean, now I drive by Columbia, you know, on right. Columbia Right. It's every just like day. what you see every day. But, is- but mm-hmm. passing by like the cat thing and then, you know, Ford and all these industrial places and trucking companies and like. Like it wasn't at all like I thought Portland was going to be you right know I mean? because yeah. it's
3: really it's like you're circumnavigating the city, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: point. completely heading along the top. You don't but hit it, but it's anything. like
3: the best way to get anywhere. It is, <laughs> it, it totally is. really is it, awesome because, yeah, yeah, you could take yeah, I-5 I 5 south
0: so or. You just Columbia like, to MLK, to, yeah, 30. and then you hit or, or thirty third down
3: five yeah. Columbia to Halsey, like yeah, it's the best. And way then to you just you just
0: hit those little roads down and you go to the backside. I mean, unless you have to go downtown, then you just take St. John's in the thirty. Yeah, and Butch
3: also looks super industrial, super it does. desolate. It does. You know, anytime people come over, they're like, I thought that maybe I was on the wrong. Like I didn't think I was still in Portland. I thought I was leaving Portland. Like where am I going? It was just like a bunch and of trains. And then they'll be like, but then I saw the bridge, and I I recognized the bridge.
0: Yep. So. But I I the best like I wish I wish that my introduction would have been coming. The very first time coming across the St. John's Bridge into St. John's yeah. and like seeing the little clock tower and like driving through. Right, because I, the way
3: that you came was really anticlimactic. Anticlimactic <laughs> and it,
0: <laughs> and it yeah, totally had me backwards yeah. the very first time I got you know i got i was anywhere and i was like wait where did we come from and then we had to head back that oh like and like
3: yeah, yeah. it and makes and sense you circle around and well
0: and and, and <clears> then <throat> like you know colombia and lombard and the whole thing finding that all that out but interesting no it's it, the com- the community's awesome man mm. it's been it's almost 4 years well,
3: <laughs> that's yeah. awesome.
0: october this year's 4 years
3: no we we just had we had our oh yeah i know you're right 2017 yes this october
0: wild right yeah i mean literally five months away
1: and it'll be four years that we've been in oregon yeah yeah which is i can't believe you talked me into it (laughs) (laughs) not really that's not i don't know that's the band it was everything but yeah and awesome having something really cool to go to and the way that it worked out for you guys once you got
3: down here like it couldn't have been more perfect
1: it really was great <laughs> it, it
0: it all clicked so fast everything really like the did. way
3: where all of you got jobs mm-hmm. like yeah the way that yeah. it worked out like it, it really couldn't have been much better
0: yeah, absolutely no this is really good you know what i think we should play the second song okay
3: i think we should Sounds play it because all right i'm excited oh yeah this is this is i think probably their most note like this is a song that everybody knows
0: yeah. Mm. It's a good one. But uh when well no, I want to I want to ask that afterwards.
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> Come on! my favorite part the solo out
3: oh man this was the best song to roller skate to but only for like the first half and then you're just ready for it to end
1: <laughs> uh,
3: only when you're roller skating oh, when you're music appreciating very different
1: right oh man roller skating i used to love roller skating i used to rollerblade though
3: yeah they didn't have rollerblading when i yeah. was the age of roller skating <laughs> they used
1: to they called it fruit booting rollerblading fruit booting fruit, fruit, fruit booting when we were teenagers
0: yeah well, so when? i i used to i i, ro- you I rolled you had speed a quad. skates though yeah i had speed skates but they were they were still I roll a quad this. speed skate <laughs> <laughs> i had wicked good toe stops no and dude, aaron
1: was actually pretty good so speed i speed skated. Skated. For being so tall i was like
3: fuck well, yeah, and, you'd think he just like ass over tea kettle. No, nope.
1: dude. No. He's but I had to run. Nimble on I, his I, toes. But I had to
0: run. <laughs> I had to roll that quad for. I couldn't roll the, as he would say, fruit boots. Yeah. Fruit boots. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, and that's what, they could, that's what rollerbladers
1: were. All my friends were skateboarders. And actually, like, I learned how to skateboard, and I was okay. Um, yeah. I actually still have a skateboard. But, uh, yeah, I used to fucking rip rollerblades up hard. And I actually probably still could just because, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I remember. <laughs> so, who did you at the roller rink
0: you used to race somebody around the roller rink, dude? Sean there Hoskins was, was pretty Hoskins. quick. That's
1: and who And it's funny because it we like me and Aaron played in a band with this Sean Hoskins. So. Yeah,
0: so the very first band that me and him were ever into, like this together. So he, the but he was Bros. like
3: your nemesis at like the roller rink. He was yeah. an
0: older kid than us back in the day. Oh. Uh, so I nemesis mean, he's still older than idol. us now.
4: <laughs> right? Well,
0: uh, a little. Yeah, a little bit. He was
1: like. We became best friends. We became all of But, us. but I remember, like,
0: when I was in, when I was in seventh grade, when I first got into middle school, Sean Hoskins had been held back a year, uh-huh. and yeah. Yeah. so he was like the older kid in our like, grade, right? And like, he was he, one of the like,
3: like, he was he, he was the he hardcore. Had, well, he kid. had information that he you was, guys didn't have. Like, and, he had definitely, been definitely, there before. Definitely, That's it. you it, hadn't been there. He and had been probably there. been to
1: juvie. He, no, there, no. Was kind, there was all there was all kinds of stories. He was like known for kicking yeah. everyone's ass. He, yeah, he yeah. Was fought a lot. Probably he was none suspended of them were all true. The time No, he, he mi- fought a lot. He was misunderstood. He well, was definitely he was misunderstood. Su-
3: suspended a lot doesn't yeah. mean he was doing bad stuff. That's very true. <laughs> I got suspended a lot without Me too. also Me too. having. Sometimes I got suspended for things I never even did. Yeah. I really. Oh yeah.
0: Like weird ones.
3: Well, like it what was just sort of, you, cause what like it was just sort of like assumed if I was somehow related to something that happened
4: guilty barely. By, guilty by association. They just assumed like, well, she's a bad like, kid. Like
0: so. what kind of okay, so like, because 'cause 'cause I've never asked this before. What like in high school, what kind of like or even middle school back in that time. Oh like, yeah, it wasn't like, so what, much high school, it was
3: middle school. So
0: like what kind of things would you say like
3: okay so one time not that
0: you were accused for things that you were actually like
3: got in trouble for yeah so so (laughs) one time um i had so i had a class outside of my so where my locker was was not where my homeroom was okay Okay. okay My locker, to a story. Yes. My <laughs> locker wasn't in front of my homeroom, which is where I spent most of you know, you have like the first like the homeroom block, right? You have a homeroom, period, yeah. right? Yeah. But my locker wasn't by my homeroom. So my homeroom teacher who knew me the best was not where my locker was. Okay. Okay, I'll just put that out there. My locker was next to my third period class, which was for that term was like social studies, and it was Mrs. Butler. M- Mrs. Butler. Mrs. Butler. All right. And I didn't do very well in her class. There was lots of projects. Lots yeah. of outside of school time projects and I was not good at projects outside of school. I didn't really have um anyone that helped me yeah. do that kind of stuff and my brain didn't work in a way that was helpful <laughs> to doing projects by myself as like a 12-year-old. So <laughs> Anyway, I didn't do well in her class for the most part. And she kind of didn't like me. I don't know. But so one day I come out of her class. Or I'm at my locker. Actually, my class wasn't like happening. I was at my locker because I was between different classes. And there were uh, broken up cigarettes on the floor.
4: Oh.
3: On the same like four foot piece of wall that these like four lockers were on next to her classroom and so she assumed they were mine they weren't mine they weren't they weren't mine (laughs) like they they weren't mine yeah but she saw me outside of her class she came out to see what i was doing and all i was doing was like getting something out of my locker for a different class down a different hall but she was like, why are you? Why are you at your locker when it's class time? Because i
0: getting something out of my locker. Yeah.
3: For a different class. Right. But she's just like, why are you at your locker when you're supposed to be in class?
0: Gotcha. And then
3: she looks down and she sees broken cigarettes on the floor in front of my locker that she, mine, were but smoking. she grabbed me by my like back of my head and walked Ooh. me down to the office. Like, whoa and I got in trouble for it I got suspended for it actually I didn't get suspended I got suspended like out of school suspension but then my choir teacher talked the principal into giving me in-house suspension instead of out of school suspension so I didn't
0: so you can still go to school
1: yeah have to go to school
3: yeah well which made it so that I could make up the homework for the classes of those days because if I was out of school I couldn't make up the homework
1: right yeah
0: very cool Well, crazy, but did you, so what did you, then did you actually ever get suspended for things that you did do? Oh, fuck. Like, like, (laughs) I mean, was it all this like misconvictions or?
3: Oh, no. I mean, there was, there was a reason. reason. (laughs) Cranking your teachers
0: or like, that's what I was kind of wanting to like. No, no. Yeah, no, I
3: definitely, I definitely got suspended. Well, but also is still kind of a silly story because. I got suspended uh, spring, like the week before spring break. Right. So it's the Monday before spring break is the following week. It's a short week. And um, all of me and all of my friends skipped school. And we all went to one person's house. (laughs) <laughs> and our school was not stupid. So they called every single one of our parents and said, you know, this entire group of kids is absent today. That we
0: know hang out together. Yeah, that we know yeah. hang
3: out together. So um, yeah. the parents that could went home and one of the parents
2: found, found y- all, all of you, us. Guys. Yeah.
3: But, you know, what we did, though, because we were such children <laughs> and we were also like really obedient even though we were skipping school and doing we we were drinking we were smoking pot friends of ours got caught having sex in our mom our friend's mom's bed like yeah you know it was it was nefarious for an eighth grade seventh to ninth grade class of kids um but as soon as her mom as soon as danielle's mom came home we all got and she was like get in the back of my truck we are going to school, and you're going to get in trouble. And we were like,
1: <laughs> "Oh fuck, girl." Okay,
3: okay, okay. We just all, God, almost all of us. There was a couple guys that ran away, but almost all of us just got in the back of the truck and went to school. Like, oh fuck, we're busted.
0: That's crazy. That's funny. I mean, can you funny. imagine
3: kids doing that right now? They'd no, be, they'd, be, they'd be way too smart. Yeah, like that was really stupid of us. Yeah. But we did it, yeah. Wow, oh, we all got in the back of the truck and went to school and waited for our parents to come get us.
1: Oh man, that's awesome. <sighs>
3: oh, it was terrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, you just like get...
0: oh, Never get forget it.
3: my mom's face. No, it was terrible.
0: Wow, that's that's a really good one. What about you? Did you skip school ever, like with your buddies or anything? Did you ever
1: have a planned like skip school day? <sighs> man, I I smoked pot before school. I never really skipped school, like, never went, never skipped school and, like, left school early or anything. Like, I always had a good alibi, and after school I was always able to do whatever I wanted kind of thing. Yeah. Like, even though, I don't know, it wasn't like, I don't know, my parents were definitely there, you know. It was just like, I don't know. The only, like, I was, I don't know, maybe I was just, like, really good at being High, I guess. Right, <laughs> so, right. It's so like I was okay with I don't know. The only I was the kind o- of a I don't know. I was like a good kid, so like no one suspected anything for a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, okay. Like, well, like freshman year, I was a super super like partier, and then junior or then sophomore, junior year, a little bit of senior year, I was kind of like that way, like but super so good. you talking
3: goody. about like high school,
1: yeah. Oh, you, well, middle school? So the first, well, I so, yeah. School. So, so like, my cigarettes when I was like middle school, sixth so,
3: grade. So, my it first, was like halfway through seventh grade where yeah, I started. So,
0: my first time ever, like, planning to skip school was this was actually, it was my last day of sixth grade in elementary school. I'd gone to the same elementary elementary school, kindergarten through sixth grade. And it was the last day, but it was like, When you had your like end of year, like your teacher wanted every kid there on the last day because it was this big thing. You were a sixth grader. We were leaving our elementary school. There was like this huge thing they put on. And it was like this. It was a really kind of big thing for my elementary school. And I had been there and seen every other sixth grader do it before me. And my buddy Joel, who at the like my best friend probably at the time, to- I mean, easily at the time, um, he was a year older than me. And so he had done it last year and done the whole sixth grader end of school day thing. Like it last day of your elementary, you know, whatever it oh, was. Yeah. Field and, day or- and now he was a seventh grader at sold in the middle, which I, we were graduating and getting ready to go to anyway. And so like, Every day after school, I would still hang out with him. He was in seventh grade; I was in sixth grade, and like we we were still hanging out. We lived a quarter mile apart from each other on the dirt same dirt road. Yeah, like we would walk to each meet other, the, meet in the middle, meet in the middle, meet in the middle. Meet in the middle <laughs> man. With all yeah, all my friends, man. Dude, that'd, you want to meet in the middle? That'd be a that'd cool name it. for a song, man. Yeah. I, we, we should. Okay, no, I'm copyrighted. right now. We would meet in the middle. No, no,
3: Sneak out of the house in the oh, middle yeah. of the night, and you meet in the middle. Yeah. That's
0: it, dude. I'm so glad that's a co- like I mean, oh, dude, and I had like, actually there never said that before. There would be like a there would be like a
3: um. So you were, I mean, you're young enough that like landlines were still a thing when you were growing up. Oh please, oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: please,
1: yeah. But, I, I, but I remember oh, my real home, operators like my
0: were a thing in Alaska.
3: Right. Oh no. Yeah, when I when remember.
0: we when I was like learning how to I use the
3: remember. phone, yeah. <laughs> But we would do this thing where it was like, okay, so we're going to plan early on in the evening. Okay, so if you're going to come, call at one o'clock and let the phone ring one time and hang up.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: And if I hear that phone ring one time at one o'clock. And there was no like Star 69 at that point because okay. you know, most of us were rotary. And the ones that, I mean, not that there wasn't push button, but we didn't have Star 69 back then. We didn't I remember. Have fucking call waiting back I then.
0: remember when Star, me and him were talking about it the other day, actually. Yeah, when, and Star
1: 67.
0: Star 67 right. and, and Star 69. I remember when those happened. Like yeah. that just became a thing. Uh, right. The weather.
3: Well, the weather thing was always, you could always
0: call, the, call weather, the weather but the but, actual like but
3: then i think that went away and then maybe it came back in like a I hope it's era. So, yeah. yeah
0: anyways sorry to interrupt that's okay you,
3: no i i didn't even you, notice because i just okay. keep going yeah um so but but yeah that would happen so like call ring once and there was one time and so my oldest and best friends you know michelle and amber and kara right um One time they did that. Michelle and Amber were spending the night together and they lived in Gig Harbor and I lived on Fox Island. And so really it was probably about mm, seven miles between their house and my house or where they were coming from in my house. Maybe not quite seven miles, maybe like six, but they did the like call, let it ring once. And the whole reason was because, and by the way, we were in like seventh grade. Yeah. I had cigarettes.
0: Okay.
3: And they didn't. And so we were going to walk three and a half miles each.
0: To meet in the middle? To meet in the middle. And have a So that I could give them Was that on the bridge or near the bridge? No, it was past the bridge. It was actually on their, on Gig Harbor side? No, the Fox Island side. Oh, so they they had to cross the bridge and meet you.
3: Well, actually, I think that we were going to meet at the boat launch. Oh, okay. Okay. We
0: were going to meet at the boat launch. Yeah, that makes sense. Epic,
3: which oh my god, I wish that your listeners could understand how beautiful, unless they're the from the place we're talking about, unless they're is.
0: from. We have, we have a lot of Washington listeners actually. So, the, they, the some, boat
3: launch on Fox Island, I mean, you would even just Google image, yeah, like the boat launch on Fox Island, yep, is just incredible. The it vistas is are beautiful, and then you turn around, so like you look on one side and it's the Olympics, you turn around, it's Mount Rainier, it's beautiful, anyway. Uh, Yep. Totally, uh, I digress. Go back to That's the point. That's
0: awesome. But I, I wanted to get back. So the, the very first time I skipped, and, and actually the only real time I planned a skip day was my last day of sixth grade because I was like, I was really actually fed up with school. This was when I was becoming, I don't know, I would say maybe I was inheriting the actual, my father or something <laughs> like that. And I just really could give a fuck less about school. Um, maybe my, maybe my undiagnosed ADD was really starting to ramp up. My adrenaline was kicking, you know, I was building testosterone. I was turning 12. All those things were happening at the same time. <laughs> Anyways, I did not want anything to do with this prestigious event. That was me leaving elementary school. Like I could give a fuck less than right. I was leaving. I it, like for some reason it was the first time every other event before that, every chance to be like a part of this and get my picture taken and be this like part of the thing I was down for. This was like the first time I felt I want nothing. I I want to rebel. And so Joel didn't want to go. He hated middle school. He, he hated middle school. Yeah. And so he didn't want anything to do with being there the last day either. And so we're like, dude, let's just fucking skip. Like, you have to go to school a little earlier than me. But we we both have to be to school, like, close to the same time. So just pretend you walk to the bus. Don't get on the bus. Hide in the woods. And then wait at wait in the woods for me to to walk to to school to get off cuz we both had to walk and through he the woods. Did it, man. Yeah, so he did. So oh, man. so this was this man. was That's this was awesome. this was days before. We hadn't seen each other in days cuz his parents were super strict. Oh, yeah. So we had made this plan to skip and then we didn't talk. We didn't want anything to be known our parents we didn't they didn't want to know that conversations Even were happening like so 4 or 5 days before we're, you know maybe it was 3 days but he shut it down. We no, com no, no communicado. So we just shit. I, I, I just, I planned, went to school, kept going to school last couple of days, a thing and doing the whole countdown and to last day. And I remember like my last day of school, waking up everything with rusty, getting ready. Rusty went ahead of me. I was walking to school and I just went and walked around the edge of the soccer field and like around the backside of the fence in this is prob No one can picture this. But anyway, I walked I walked around the perimeter of the school instead of walking through the gate that would lead me into the school grounds.
3: Right.
0: And I had to cross... I, I had to cross the soccer fields that were by our elementary school to get over where I would meet Joel where he would catch his bus by the bus stop. So I had to sprint across the school. Well, I figured everybody would be getting ready for school. It was near where... The beginning of the school day started. The bell was about to ring, so I figured no one would be out. The PE teacher was out on the soccer field doing something when I was sprinting across the field, and he was kind of yelling. Like I, I want to say I remember him yelling, but um. Anyway, I just kept running, ditched it, full on in the, on into the woods. Met Joel. We ran down, waited for all the buses to clear the rest of the road and got yelled at by a bus driver and then we went in we had snuck a cigar from my dad we'd found a cigar so we're like we're gonna fucking celebrate like we skipped the last day of school so uh, we ran into the woods and months before we had made this little brush shelter in the middle of like a wood thicket we just like taken in a bunch of other branches and just made this like little shelter that you could crawl in couldn't see it from the outside but it had a roof it had a thing you could crawl like and of it was course. just our little place yep. Yep. of course and if any like it was next to a normal trail anybody walking by couldn't tell that it was hollowed out underneath but we hollowed it out went sat inside there lit up a cigarette or a, it was a cigar it wasn't a cigarette it was an actual cigar and we're like, <laughs> I remember sitting there just like, like puffing on it, doing the whole like pretentious, yeah. you know, like, oh, look at us. We have this cigar. And then I remember inhaling it. It's like, that was my first time I ever inhaled it. Like actually tasted that almost puked. It was gross as fuck. We put it out. Couldn't understand why they s- smoked those things. Right. Um and then, <laughs> and then we went and just played video games, and no one could tell us not to for the rest of the day. And we were laughing at everybody, <laughs> and it like that was like the worst I had done until then. And then middle from middle school on was a wreck. <laughs> yep, but yeah, first day and only day probably a skipping.
3: Wow, wow.
0: Yep, but that was still. Phone calls couldn't happen, but I remember like dialing the operator and and asking for things and
3: Oh yeah. Oh I used to oh back when I was like I don't know really young like six, seven, eight. I remember we'd have to dial zero and then an operator would say, Which area code are you calling? I'd say nine oh seven. Yep. And then did connect me to the nine oh seven operator. Yep. And, and then okay. I'd give them the phone number.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. I remember cool. I remember that and I also remember when it was like you would say what area code are you calling? And I would be like two five three. And then they would say, Okay.
3: It was probably two oh six for a very long time.
0: It might have been two oh six. But I remember two oh three five f- oh wait, I can't say that I probably shouldn't say that number anyway. Is it even a connected number anymore? The old number which for point? a long time, huh? Which one? Five four two. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah. No, that's still.
0: I mean, I sh- yep. I don't know. I can we I can, can put like a, I can it. put a silence in there, but yep. I've yeah. had that silence, number like a
3: couple of the numbers. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh,
0: I've had that number in my head for
3: seven two two. Yep. Oh fuck, I know it, and I'm just blanking on all numbers.
0: That's okay. Mm. what is it
3: oh it's P.O. Box 722
0: yes P.O. Box 722
3: that's why I couldn't think of what came next because that wasn't the beginning of the phone number sorry yes that was the address yep 907-257
0: 262
3: 262.
0: it's okay yeah no it's amazing but I've always had that number and that was the number that was forever (laughs) I mean, if anybody hears this, they're just gonna call my mom. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We'll edit that out. Um but
3: you could just edit out that whole part.
0: No, this is good this is congruent conversation. Not the, entire part, the the, I'm just the point is the point is I used to have to I remember having to call that number and they would say what Eric code, I'd say two five three, and then
2: hmm.
0: it was Okay, now you can enter That's the digits. That's funny
3: to me because to me maybe not like two, Well, no, I'm sure it is, but but thinking about like it could have when you no, I'm I'm sure you're I am okay. sure you're right. It's just a funny reminder of like how old you must have been to remember that they were saying two five three, right? So, and then me thinking of how old you would be when two five three became a thing because to me two five three was like pretty new.
0: Oh, okay.
3: You know, like it was two oh six for a really long time. Gotcha. Even after Mariah was born, it was long distance for me to call my mom in Gig Harbor from Tacoma. Really? Yeah, because that was before they changed the area codes, changed what was long distance. Huh. So it was long distance from me to Tacoma to my mom in Harbor.
0: That's funny. That's actually. Is it still that way now?
3: No, no, no. Oh, now it's oh, not. Oh, okay, okay. But that had everything to do with the like two five three thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's just. Weird. I'm just
4: saying
3: it's weird for you to say two five three because I'm like, no, it wasn't two five three that far back, but it probably was.
0: I don't know. It had to been like eighty. I mean ninety. Ninety one.
3: Oh no, it was it was like probably ninety
0: three, ninety four. Okay. Yeah, two five three happened 94. after like ninety
3: three, ninety four. Yeah.
0: Okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's I was so young. Who knows? Who really knows? It's brains. Do I only funny know that things. because
3: Mariah was born at the end of ninety three. Yes. And mm-hmm. it was didn't all happen kind until of at the same that.
0: time. Okay. Yeah. Well, I must, yeah. Who knows? It was Whatever. a long time ago. If, yeah, this kind of got on a weird tangent. Anyway, exactly.
3: It's totally not <laughs> something we need to no, be.
0: No, at all. Um, but but something interesting I actually want to ask you about. So, you growing up in the Seattle Tacoma area? Yeah. Um, what was it like in? Because in like ninety ninety one, you were you know later teens, mid to late teens, 92. That it, the basically like the beginning yeah. of the whole grunge era and everything that happened in that time and like kind of what was that like because I have such a fascination with that era and the music and everything that is kind of that and you yeah. were there. Like could
3: Yeah, yeah, no I was. I was. It, it you know my my journey like to getting to being as I was at, at some point like really pretty much immersed in the whole like grunge scene thing and and oddly it wasn't it wasn't my thing okay it was i loved i loved being surrounded by like the bands i was surrounded by like all my friends were in bands gotcha
0: yeah sweet
3: all my friends were in bands all my friends were helping to create this grunge thing that was happening and that was kind of like what was happening that was sort of what was really cool about it, was that like grunge was becoming this like hip thing, right? Yep. But it was being developed kind of in the moment. Gotcha. Um, so like there's mud honey, right? Which was a huge uh, grandfather of like grunge music. Yeah. Nirvana, uh Pearl Jam, Allison Chains, all of those bands that were coming Soundgarden. up, Soundgarden. Oh my God. Yeah. Like all of these bands were happening. And then all of these smaller bands in Tacoma doing the same thing and sort of creating the whole grunge momentum just by making their own music.
0: Yeah. Let's, let's, let's put on the, uh, let's, what do we think about the last song?
3: like he was just singing along and then i realized realized he was yawning
1: (laughs) it wasn't because i was bored i promise and for you guys
0: we're going to give you a special treat we're going to play two tracks back to back and this next track is just all instrumental
2: It's called Battle.
0: amazing quiet riot god everybody should go back listen to that
1: whole album
3: metal
0: health
1: i know i need to man i like i listen to quiet riot and like i don't know i i I have similar stories like just listening to them on a classic rock radio station basically like when i was younger and being like okay well this is something cool that i need to listen to well
0: didn't your dad do
1: a lot with the classic rock radio station oh yeah dude yeah my dad freaking worked for a radio station a classic rock radio station. Sold air for him, held him out, kinda got him off the ground like, even. Well maybe. your
3: dad your dad was a Johnson. Yeah.
1: Pretty much. Yeah.
3: Right? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I have a good respect for a lot of different kinds of music, but I don't know. Yeah, this is something I need to go back and review, I think.
0: Well, just hearing like, you know, it 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 had been a while definitely since I had like, actually sat down and listened to Quiet Riot. And, right, because, like,
3: that's, that's what I, like, exactly. I your point you people made. Kind <laughs> forget, people kind of forget about it.
0: Well, and hearing, like, hearing him sing and, like, hearing just how, I don't know, how all the music came together. It, like you had said earlier, it is, it's is—it's really Wrong. raw and, like... Emotional. You hear you know. Just hearing his voice, even in that last track there, he's, like... In the the recording, you can hear he's putting everything he has mm-hmm. and just seeing mm-hmm. that out there. And just make it that crazy. Like, that's like, that's what uh-huh. it was, dude. Uh-huh. And I don't know, it, it resonates. It
3: has that rawness that like ACDC, like. Yeah. And okay, so I know that when you guys talked with Josh about mm. musical interest, Josh and I, our musical tastes overlap. Certainly, yes. but yeah. we also diverse just yeah. as much. Oh, yes. And I disagree with his take on ACDC wholeheartedly.
0: Yeah. Okay.
3: You know, yeah. like, yeah. I love ACDC. I think, I yeah, you. I think so. He thinks they're contrived. Yeah. I think that people that think they're contrived aren't really fans making a judgment. they are no people making a judgment. They're making it, I don't know. It's like a, that's what you have to say because they're not cool or something. Right. You know, right. like
0: uh. or they're this they they're this stereotype kind of thing.
3: Right, right. Yeah. Where I get it. Like it it doesn't have to be a guilty pleasure, it can just be a pleasure.
0: I, I agree so kinda like the Eagles. They're another
1: one I like
3: Right. I like the Eagles <gasps> way more than I like Steve Miller.
1: Yes. No. Agreed. No. But oh, see, I like No. Fuck. No. No.
3: Sorry, I'm not disagreeing. Okay,
1: No, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, no, but, no. But I then, was just like, listening
3: okay. to it. You agreed. You agreed with you, you dislike. Yeah, Eagles. The Eagles out, yes, Eagles. Yeah, Steve Miller down. Steve Miller. Steve Miller. Nay. Right. <laughs> right. But yeah, then Joe
0: Walsh better than Eagles.
3: Right, but don't get me wrong. Like I have certainly enjoyed steve miller yeah.
0: fly like an eagle well uh. no i mean i'm really kidding it's I, that was actually why i picked that because it wasn't that good
3: okay the song. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <that's>, <laughs> i just had to be that wow contrived Thrive. contrived sorry
1: <laughs> wow that's but awesome okay
3: i might love those songs now like mm. nostalgia wise yeah but they're not th- but like using my music brain not good songs yeah agree yeah. the yeah. eagles agree. Had some good songs, Steve Miller. Some good songs, yeah, yeah. Not so much, I, and I forget where we started with that one. Um,
0: well, it had come in with the the like like listening to this and appreciating with Quiet Riot, and then you'd gotten into like ACDC and and how they oh, were ACDC, yeah. But but like they're amazing, and
3: right, right. So Josh, that's where we came from. Was Josh? Josh had said that he thought that they were a, kind of contrived, yeah. I don't know if that's the. I don't know if that's that the correct used, word, but, but but the feeling. The th- right. But it wasn't genuine. Yes. And I disagree with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> and I especially disagree if you listen to like original ACDC, you know, so- "Dirty Deeds," "Dirty Deeds," and and my experience with "Dirty Deeds" has everything to do with Alaska.
0: Okay. Very cool.
3: So when. When dad and Sue first bought the house on Yellowbrick Road mm. and they, you know, that their bedroom over here, and I and I got to be in that bedroom at the far back left that side had its of the own, house. It had its own bathroom. And had its own bathroom. Right. So they gave me dirty deeds that year. So for my birthday, it was my 14th birthday, awesome. 1980, 1989. Awesome. My 14th birthday. They gave me Pink Floyd the Wall. On cassette and Dirty Deeds on cassette.
0: Awesome. So
3: that entire <coughs> that's summer, awesome. that's all I listened to. Cool. So listening to and understanding and absorbing ACDC that way. Uh, yep. There's no way I would ever agree with Josh so about who he I probably agreed with is. him. I was so, like, I, so, yeah. And then, so, okay. And,
1: I, I didn't agree, like, agree, agree, like, but I understood, right, know, but, why but, he would say that. But, I, but I'm
3: talking about when they sell Bon Scott, Liking. right? No, so Bon
0: Scott, Bon Scott ACDC to me is what ACDC is. Like, it's what, what they,
3: that's what they like intended to be. That, that's yes, what they, and that's Bon's, what they continue to do. See,
0: I, that's where I kind of venture for off the path for the first path.
3: for the first album. After, but after that, no.
0: So for Back in Black,
3: yeah, Back in Black's a fucking awesome album. It I'm is. Sorry, it I is. I have, have it. Either. I have it on
0: vinyl and on cassette right here on this tape on this shelf. But then for those about that to rock, probably
3: if I if I would have picked from your albums, that would have been the album I would have picked. So or Led Zeppelin IV but you already, already did played that. It, yep. So.
0: So uh, and then for those about to rock, we salute you is the the other good one from the Brian Johnson like, right from him. For those about to rock, we salute you. That's another album that is
3: I saw them actually. Yeah,
0: I know you did and that's amazing. And but I would say now they are just holding the the flagstead, I would say, of like, they're just keeping ACDC alive. It's not, they're not doing anything new. Oh. I mean, I mean.
3: But currently? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed.
0: You know, so, I mean, I mean, I don't think it's been, you could say 20 years of their career is just holding the the flag up still. And, and well, that's why I, mean, I think I, don't I would think, agree I with Josh they, and where he comes I, from in it.
3: I don't think that they have to um, push it too I don't much think, further. <laughs> I, don't think they, I don't think they have to validate the last twenty yeah. years of they're their career. No. Like I, they're already <laughs> ACDC. Exactly, they're already ACDC. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sorry, I don't think they have to continue to try and prove who they are. They're ACDC.
0: Okay, I wouldn't say I don't. I don't mean to sound like that. They
1: have to continue to try and improve I'm just saying that. Metallica did. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Maybe. Is that what Aaron's saying?
4: I, at, at I don't, don't know. I that that know. I don't know but, but, that that's a
1: parallel but, 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 comparison. Yeah, true, true. But you could, but There's you could still look
0: at. I mean, you could look at. I, I don't know, man.
3: Like as far as I'm concerned, AC/DC, AC/DC I feel holds, like they have their spot. They have their but, spot. But, but what I feel it, they like,
0: it. no, no, they did. They. Ab- I'm not disagreeing and with not, that.
3: They're not shit rock. No,
0: of course they're not. Of mm. course they're not. I'm saying the majority of their good songs were written in their first three albums. Right. That's it. That's it. Like. All of their hits, other than four songs, are their first three albums only. Right. And other than that, it was a carry-on of what had started. The rest of their material was able to be put out because of the staple that was original ACDC, which is like, I mean, no one can argue with how great that was. I I. ACDC is one of my favorite bands of all time. I mean, they were one of my first hard rock, like, like, and even and it's even Thunderstruck. I didn't know about Bon Scott.
3: That was when I got to see them with Thunderstruck.
0: But but I didn't even know about Bon Scott until I'd gone. Oh my God, what is Thunderstruck? And then, oh okay, there's this whole Dirty Deeds. Oh my God, okay, every other thing they'd written that was all after. Then I learned, and then I was like. Oh,
1: I didn't ever, like really fall in love you with the CDC until gym class. And yeah, weightlifting.
0: Yeah, weightlifting class. I had class, heard of it, man. and
1: I was like, "Oh, this is okay." But then, like, it just like played every day in our gym in high school.
3: That's so funny. And it was if, cool. you, but if you th- no, but if you think about like the age difference kind of thing. Like, no, true. The age of your oh, gym yeah. teacher.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. That's what
3: I mean. Like the age uh, of your gym gym teacher. Was... He always rhymed. Oh,
1: he, he was old. He's cool. He was cool. He Mr. always rhymed. Sobek. Sit in the chair and grab some air. Yep. Uh, man, all kinds all of... All these weird ruler rhymes. But, no, I, I don't know. Gym
3: teachers were always really awesome. Yeah. Weren't they?
0: Sporadic and wild. They kind of were. They were the in, super influential. I would actually yeah. say some of my overall favorite teachers were gym teachers.
3: Gym teachers, choir teachers. wood Like that band. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like not the core. And maybe, do you think that's because we... The Except creativity. One. Except like, we liked them better because yeah. it wasn't like the most academic part or do you think it was that they were just better teachers because they were like I'm going to do part time wood shop teaching because I love wood shop.
1: Right. It could be that. They I don't know I my choir teacher put a lot of time into us I think and a Mine lot too. of time into all of our students. Mine too. So it was like I was extremely fortunate and then I don't know I feel like a lot of my elective classes were like really i don't know my mindset was definitely like all about it though because i knew it was gonna like
3: well those are electives you yeah, were there because you wanted, wanted to be, to be there. there
1: yeah and everything else was just like meh. <laughs> yeah but <laughs> I'm, I'm here I, I take away kind of
0: like what did i what did you get out of an elective class versus like i would say probably my most influential teacher was my history teacher senior year and also like slash philosophy teacher like actually yeah, that's re- imparting in, in, real, in, in, in real knowledge. I, I mean, mean, yeah, wood class or choir and all that other stuff are fine, and they can be amazing teachers and like instilling you good qualities. But what are they like? I don't know.
3: Were you just not as interested in those classes, nope, so you weren't I, I, listening as well? I, I took I mean, four. Not a,
0: I took four years of wood shop. I took three right, years of art. I right. took.
3: But what I'm saying is, maybe it turned out that those weren't where you were interested in. Like those well, weren't the subjects that that connected no, with you. I,
0: it my so my my art teacher in high school, um, where I really like indulged into art and drawing, and um, she she's actually probably one of my top 5 most influential teachers i've ever had um because of what she taught me of spatial realization and kind of like just just overall spatial awareness in in life i mean realizing things around you and how art can reflect um Normal nor, normative beauty in in the world, and and I mean, she really right. instilled that kind of perception in me as a high schooler. Um, but it wasn't, and you know, I, oh God, it's hard to con, con, um, differentiate. But like my Mr. Carey, my he he was actually government. the mayor of. He taught government. He taught history. He taught. Um, it, so the the high school also, like
3: political science history teacher was also like actively. Yeah. He was a mayor in, in, in our city. He yes, yes, that's he was. He was our really mayor, cool. and then he, he would take us, time yeah, out of, of his us.
0: mayor's duties, and he would come and teach at our high school. Wow, um, and that's he was awesome. also a uh, he was Reverend, al- uh, yeah well he, he, something he was
3: minister he, some kind but
0: but f- it was it was army related but he also did like. Technical, like he did, uh, really never
1: married, like married to God, like yeah,
0: yeah, celibate his whole life. I mean, he was a really
1: devout guy, teacher, like, but he was an, an weird but amazing. What, what do you he,
3: mean, weird but amazing? I mean,
1: like, I mean, he, can't he was, he was, I, he was I, I could never imagine anything, I couldn't like imagine that. a that, life like that. That's all I meant. That's you know,
4: but, but he, he was, he
0: devoted, it, I mean, I mean, he was a wrestling coach, he, he knew very much you know um physical sports and he um he he knew a lot about the human mind and psychology and he dealt with computers for the army and logistics and he developed like technological things for the army back in the 60s and mm-hmm. um he he kind of worked he made in... jokes yeah no he no, was a he,
1: real life guy man he, i don't know he he! It's is, crazy to lift up, lift off, like list just stats. and Try yeah, and, try and explain, explain what all he was. It's, it's
0: it's hard. He He's Dave really, Carey. I don't know, Aww. a pretty influential man. Right. But yeah. but the, what he instilled in me as far as psychology goes, and like when I was a senior in high school and taking like world history, or I guess. U S history and government and things like that. And he was, he was the government teacher. And then in part of the classes and things he taught, he taught psychology just a little bit like brief introduction into it because he wanted to develop critical thinking. And, and that was probably the most like actual positive lesson I learned in anything Mm -hmm. was critical thinking and understanding, um, um, Dis- cognitive dissonance and and having two yeah. right, and that's a and huge thing understanding to be to connection with well, being able to understand that it is okay to entertain two opposing ideas in your brain at the same time. And that those two opposing ideas can cause conflict in your brain and you can reason through that conflict right. and find the one of, you know, that's how beliefs are made. It, that's how, that's how things from come become from thoughts to beliefs. And he also instilled that you can't actually choose beliefs right. that like that revelation was pretty critical for me. Like you can't choose uh, your beliefs. Beliefs right. just come, but you can be reasoned out of beliefs right and yes. that was the other thing that he instilled that was a pretty crucial factor in my development and i don't know that you know so it, 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 he was actually just a, a lesson teacher he wasn't a and and which i found pretty substantial i don't know yeah. Yeah.
1: it's funny when you meet those people that like you know i don't know i was like wild and immature a lot and i know i took a lot of his lessons for granted i know i listened to him and i was wowed by it and bedazzled because like i'd never heard things like that you know i really didn't i'd never heard things like that and i was like i don't know talking about the psychology and stuff and talking about what types of people there are and right right it's just i don't know he did it like no other teacher it was
0: pretty amazing man i don't know oh you know i think even being in a small town where we were from, um it's pretty incredible the the, the um, like the quality of teachers I think we were able to have. You know what I mean? Like I don't feel I don't
1: know, it's hard to explain. like I do feel like <laughs> we lucked out, and we were fortunate enough to have, I don't know a good atmosphere in our school. I feel like I feel like years after us might not have been as fortunate. Because the school literally closed down like a couple years after us. Like we had the last couple successful real years of
0: well, our extracurriculars and we might have talked about before, but like our senior year was winning in you know soccer, we were winning in wrestling, we were placing high in track and field. Like Mm. our basketball and football teams sucked, but I think we always did good in uh, uh, the um, volleyball, um, cross country skiing, wrestling. Um, Swimming
1: No I was saying like no, uh, The Freaking Oh not Forensics Not forensics but Reading uh, the oh, oh. Battle of the books <laughs> oh, I remember kind of the Yeah battle of the yep, books yep. We, had we had a kick ass high school We
0: had some really smart motherfuckers We had some
1: serious battle of the bookers man. We
0: had a lot of people in our In our high school like Get get national level like testing scores And like mm. we I don't know we had smart Smart motherfuckers In our school dude yeah, man. That's cute. It it was pretty
1: amazing for being like dealt from such uh, a small little town. I, just, I don't know. <laughs> I just remember myself always just being all over the board, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I uh I did fairly good in school actually. I make it I make it sound like you know a lot. It's cuz I wasn't paying attention I was still getting good grades. You know what I mean? Right. I would be like sitting in a pot or a group of five people, and everyone would be paying attention to me instead of listening to the teacher. And then I'd get like a B, <laughs> and then everyone yeah. else would fail. Okay. And then they'd be like, "Oh, Jason's like making everyone else fail." <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not quite that bad, but <laughs> very, very cool. I don't know. Like I said, I usually talk up. You know Yeah. I remember it worse than it was. I think. <laughs>
0: well, I think that's how. I think that's kind of how. Um, everybody's memory gets as you get older the it's 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 less of like you 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 remember less of individual things and more of the emotion built on that thing so you might remember less individual days of high school but if you had more or less of a positive outlook on high school in general then most of your memories are high school later on you get will probably be good memories but if you like if Mm. if maybe you um had a you know a negative outlook on high school even though maybe you had only a few really negatively impactful things that happened in high school most of your time might have been positive but if after high school you view high school as a negative time right even if it was less of the time was bad than good if if you view it that way all of the memories will be skewed that way in the end And like that's kind of one thing i don't know i want to I, I kind of concentrate on in life in general is making sure that I, I qu- qualitatively view my time Yeah. and, and re- not quantitative, like not how much of it, well, but how <laughs> was it, you know, qualitatively Yeah. Right. Right. view time. And you, you find out like you, you really quickly get a view of, wow, life's pretty fucking good, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. it's, <laughs> You know, there's not much to complain about. There really
4: no. isn't. No, not all. No,
1: no. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean.
1: <laughs> it's funny. I, uh, I don't know. I had such a blast in high school. I just remember a co- like a negative experience that I'll never forget. I made a teacher cry. In high school? Yeah. And, oh, no. And that's something that I truly regret because I was just a little shithead fucking sophomore. And I was just like yeah. talking back because I fucking was opinionated. Gotcha. And, you know, I was like. I should have just shut my fucking mouth and sat down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss Jones, if you're out there listening. <gasps> yeah. Our
0: sophomore English teacher. Uh-huh. Oh, and she only oh, so really cool. taught
1: for one year. Oh, no. And I made her cry. And I blame myself. Oh, not not no. really. I don't.
3: She already had to be probably pretty broken. If like, <laughs> you right. saying you one thing <laughs> made her cry, like, yeah. 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 Maybe she should Maybe have been she... a teacher.
0: Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> She taught me uh, participles. Is that the word? Is that the right word? <laughs> participles. Yeah.
1: Kind of judge. Not joking. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Could
3: you explain those right now? No. <laughs> Neither could I. Like. No. no. So no I even past past, I even partisi- f- past and present I even participles. I forgot that I was taught that. So past
0: and present participles. That would be like. He has run. He will. Right, those That's a participle, like an action, right, explaining like, a person, doing a thing. Keeping
3: the tense.
0: Past or present participles, isn't it a whole conjunctive statement as a participle? He ran. He run. ran there. He, was, he, will, he will run. I think that's... He, already already he did isn't run. That,
3: he will run. Right.
2: Okay,
0: if any English majors out there are t- totally pissed at us for Desmond. skewing is that up right now, please <laughs> let us know, know we're wrong and, and describe to us what a participle is, please. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I don't know. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this has been fun. This whole night went all over the place. <laughs> really, we had a lot. Of, yeah. We had a lot of good things. The music choice was phenomenal tonight. Plus, definitely. Like, yeah. awesome. thank you for bringing the Quiet Ride to the show.
3: Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, good choice. And yeah. Annie, really, thank you for coming and joining us. Okay. I know. Thank you. You know. This has been an absolute pleasure and I would love to do it again. Again. If if you're ever feeling inclined.
3: No, that would be great.
0: Awesome. Jason. Aaron. That's me. (laughs) It's been uh, another one. And yeah, man. Like I said, we have more guests coming up. Oh, yeah. And uh, as far as you guys out there, have it easy.